Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure as always to be here with you all today. So today we're going to dive into a topic that has literally been on my list for about six months, and I know it's going to support all of you to show up in a more powerful way whenever you choose to work with a coach. So the topic is how to make the most of coaching. And this applies to anyone working with a coach of any kind and in any form, whether that's in one-to-one coaching, in group coaching, a mastermind, an online course, a workshop, a training, and also for the most part, regardless of whether you're investing financially or not in that coaching. So I'm super excited to dive into this because what I'm going to share with you today can be the difference of creating a really positive experience that creates the results that you desire versus an experience that doesn't create the results you desire or any results that are really, really supportive to you. And also the experience, meaning the experience doesn't feel as enjoyable as you would like it to be. And there's a reason why there is a difference between these two. And the great news is, is that reason is totally in your hands. That's right. As the client, you grant all of the power in the coaching relationship. You have the power to advocate for yourself. You have the power to guide the way that you want the journey to be. You have the power to take power back into the relationship and shift it in a way that supports you. And you have the power to create the results that you came for. So I'm super excited to dive into this topic, but before we do, I just want to throw it out there and say a huge thank you to every single person who has joined the past two weeks in the Make a Difference and Thrive Challenge that I ran. This two-week challenge was absolutely incredible. The feedback has been just wonderful. And I've so enjoyed meeting so many of you there and learning more about your businesses and seeing the incredible things you've been creating as a result of participating in that challenge. So everybody, if you're not yet a member of the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, which is my private Facebook community for soulful women in business, it's for you If you are, yes, a soulful woman, you love ease and flow and alignment and connection to yourself and the universe, but you're also ambitious. You've also got big dreams and you've got things that you want to achieve in your business. I really see this as the unique magic that I bring to my clients. I am totally all up for everything spiritual. I meditate for an hour and a half every single day. I have my Uh, oracle cards, my tarot cards. I read my spiritual books. I believe in the law of attraction and all of these things. But I also know that nothing happens unless we take action and unless we have structures that support us, unless we have plans in our business. And so I feel that I'm a really beautiful example and support for all of you women in business 
that brings the masculine and the feminine together. And so in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, this is a community of entrepreneurs, soulful business owners, women in business who both want to make a difference and impact in the world through showing up and sharing the gifts that they were born to share. And they're also committed to thriving while doing that. And as we've discussed in this podcast about two episodes back, that means financially thriving, spiritually, creatively, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And so the way that I teach business is truly a unique combination that you will never have seen before. Yes, it has the masculine and feminine components, but I'm also drawing on mindset, strategic, practical business advice, inner voice work, and working with your menstrual cycle to create something really sustainable. This combination is nowhere else, right? I've created it through my own experience. This is what I call my holistic business framework, because through all of these tools, I'm able to support you on a mind, body, soul level to show up in the most aligned and effective way possible in your business. And it's this method that has not only allowed me to set my business up in this way, but then by committing to this, I've also allowed myself to grow a business that has allowed me financial freedom and independence. And I'm now in the process of scaling from a six-figure business to a multiple six-figure business today. And it will go beyond that. And it is using this approach to my business. So if you want to be in a community that feels really safe, where you can practice sharing your voice, where you can practice sharing your work, where you'll also have access to incredible trainings and coaching support from me for absolutely nothing that I don't share anywhere else but in that group, then join us in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe. All you need to do is head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash make a difference, and then you'll receive information from me that will bring you into and welcome you into our community. All right, everybody. So now let's dive into today's topic. So as I mentioned, this topic, how to make the most of coaching is for anyone working with a coach of any kind, no matter what area of your life that's in, and no matter what form you're coaching in. So here's how to make the most of your coaching. And I'm going to share how to how I personally make the most of coaching. As you probably know, I always work with a coach, and it's one of the top things that I do to up-level and expand in my business. Hiring and investing in coaching support has been what has taken me from not having a business to having a business, to launching programs and courses, from making about $20,000 in my business to then making six figures to navigating transitions in my life and business, including my move from uh, London to Sydney and Cambodia and navigating and creating alignment in other areas of my life as well. And it's also what has allowed me to do what I'm doing right now, which is scaling my business to multiple six figures. So I believe so much in the power of coaching, that it's something that I commit to because it works. 
but there's a reason that it works for me. And that reason is what I'm going to share with you today. So the first thing that I want to share is that in order to make the most of coaching and create the results that you really desire and for it to be an enjoyable, uplifting, expansive experience, the first thing you need to do is take responsibility for your results. Do not leave your results up to anyone else but yourself. This means your ultimate decisions are yours. This means that you don't make your coach responsible for your results. The reason for this is as soon as you do that, the relationship is destined to be strained in some way. But more importantly than that, it's also setting you up not to succeed. And the reason for this is whenever we give our power to anyone other than ourselves, whenever we give our power, and this includes not even just in the coaching relationship between you and your coach, but also in any other relationship in your life, when you give the power to someone else to change things and to be responsible for the relationship or the results of the relationship, you give all that power to someone else which means you show up in that relationship in a place of disempowerment. You believe that you're not the one that's responsible or capable of your results. Now, this goes very deep, but, and I just want to stay on the surface today. If you think of a relationship in your life, say it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, and you place all of the ability for that relationship to be the best that it can be, right? Like you both in a relationship, you want to support each other to thrive, right? If you leave all of that power to the other person in that relationship, that friendship or that romantic partnership, if you leave that to the other person, then I'm, it's nine, nine out of 10 that you're not going to get the results that you want. And the reason for that is that we are the ones who create our results, right? We can never leave that in the hands of anyone else. That is like playing Russian roulette, right? It's like maybe this person wants exactly the same things as me. Maybe this person will do all of the work for me. Maybe this person will create the relationship and make it really amazing, right? So coaches don't do the work for you. You do the work for you. If you hired someone to do all of the work for you, you would be completely dependent on them. But what you're going to get out of coaching is the ability to find that empowerment within yourself. Now, when it comes to business, this is crucial because you need to be able to feel confident and empowered to show up and make decisions in your business. As a CEO, we are constantly making decisions. And as soon as you outsource that to someone else, you've just taken the power away from yourself. Now, of course, as your business expands, like at the stage of where I am now in my business, I am now looking at what are these pieces in my business, things that I need to make decisions on on a day-to-day basis that I now could actually outsource to someone else. However, I am only going to do that knowing that I 
already have made decisions and worked out an effective process on that particular subject. Otherwise, I am completely at the mercy of this other person, right? I don't even know if this is the right thing. I've allowed the power to be taken from the relationship. So you want to think of your relationship with your coach and more important, the container of the coaching that you do with that person as something that you're totally responsible for. You're responsible for how it feels and you're responsible for the results that you create and you're responsible for taking charge, doing the work, and you're responsible for the expansion that you want to have. That gives you all the power. And unfortunately for our minds, that can feel really scary. But the great news is, is that fear and that that feeling of being scared, it's just a physical sensation in the body and you can do things that feel scary. You've done them many times in your life to get where you are now. And for all of you in business, I am 100% sure that you have done a lot of scary things to be wherever you are today, right? Just starting a business means we have to overcome a lot of fear just to do that. So that's number one. Take responsibility for your results. Do not leave them in the hands of anyone else. And if you're not getting results that you want, you need to look at yourself. What is it that I need support on? What is it that I could do differently? What am I not doing? How am I getting in the way? Always look at what's working for you and what's not working for you and what you're missing as well. What could I be missing here? What else could I be doing? And when I say not doing, it might mean like not doing something that's actually not supportive of you, right? So when you direct the the question, the pointer back to yourself, you will find all of the answers. And ironically, that is what a coach is providing for you. They are directing you back to yourself. Okay, so number two is ask for help when you need it. So asking for help is a, is a big topic in and of itself. Asking for help requires us to be vulnerable. It requires you to say, hey, either something's not working for me or I need extra support here, or simply that I just need support here. And so that conversation requires vulnerability in and of itself. And that's a difficult thing for our minds as well, because our mind thinks if you let anyone know that you need help, then you're going to be found out. Now, I feel that this is something that comes up very strongly in business because we don't want to be seen as needing help as solopreneurs. We want to be seen as everything's okay, it's all cool, everything's working out. For all of you coaches and healers listening to this, you want to be seen as I know my stuff. And actually, a lot of us have this perfection complex. We want to appear as if everything is perfect in our life. And yet we are humans and nothing is ever perfect, quote, in the way that our mind expects it to be from us. So we have to get used to asking for help and knowing that the more that we do that, the more that we will actually receive and the better results we'll create. It's like the moment that you say you need help and you go and invest in something in your business, whether that's through actually like for everybody who showed up for the Make a Difference and Thrive Challenge, you all invested those two weeks worth of your time and commitment. 
Well, for those of you who did that, you will have created the results, right? Now, we also make investments through our money. And at that point that you say, I need help, I need your help, you have already stepped into vulnerability, right? And so you, like every single time I invest in coaching, right from the moment that I say yes, that I sign that contract, that I send over the first payment or the total payment in whatever form it's taking, I start to see the results that I want to create in my business. Now, why is that? Why is that? It's because I've opened up to receiving. I've allowed myself to open and be vulnerable. I've allowed other energy to come in. I've allowed new possibilities for myself. Asking for help also shows that you trust yourself. We want it to come from a place of empowerment, right? I know I need help and so I'm going to go get it because I'm worth being helped. It's an empowering thing when we look at it in this way. So in order to do that, we've got to trust ourselves, trust when you know you need help. So this also includes if whenever you're working with someone and there's something that you're not totally vibing with or understanding, just let the person know, let the coach know in a kind, loving way, hey, I don't understand this. I'm not, I'm not getting it. Or I, this is making me feel uncomfortable. I'm not quite aligned with this. And we say this from a place that isn't accusing the person, just saying, hey, this isn't like, it's a totally neutral thing, right? It's just like, for me, this is, I need something else. And when you do that, you allow the coach to support you. And even just energetically, you open up um, like a portal to be for something to come in for you, right? And it may come in through your coach directly, but actually just by simply saying, I need help here, you might actually receive it in another way that you didn't expect. Now, the other thing that asking for help does is it prevents uh, resentment from happening, right? So you've probably heard that Brene Brown, one of her mantras is to choose discomfort over long-term resentment. I love this mantra because it guides me and I could do better with it myself in other situations in my life. When I remember to use it, I think I just need to be honest and say what I need here. Because if I do that, I'm going to one, create a result for myself, two, take the power back, and three, I'm not going to end up feeling resentful, which is what is likely to happen. Even though we're like, hey, it's fine. And I did that. You still end up resenting the person. And in your relationship with a coach, you need that energy to be flowing beautifully between you. So the responsibility is yours there as well. Okay. The third point is you need to know why you want the support. So Ask yourself, what is my priority here? What's the purpose of me signing up for this support? Now, there's two elements to this. How do you want to feel throughout the process of creating whatever results that you desire and came for? How do you want to feel? So, for instance, for me, 
as I scale my business to multiple six figures and begin working with my coach, what I asked myself is, well, how do I want to achieve this? In what way do I want to achieve this? What's important for me to be feeling? This is important for me to know to align with the space I want to be in when we end our time together. And this means that whatever results are created, they will always be in alignment with the way that I want to feel. So for instance, for me, as I scale my business to multiple six figures, I want to do that with ease and grace, with alignment and flow. That is how I want my journey to be. I want there to be lots of space. That tells me more information than the result itself. Because if I go ahead scaling my business to multiple six figures and it feels completely crap, (laughs) I'm not going to stay in that for much longer, right? I will blame the result when what I needed was simply an intention to guide me. The second part, of course, is being clear on what those priorities are in terms of the results. So the results are like the outcomes that you desire. Now, they're the outcomes that we think we want, but sometimes we get other things that we need first or instead of. So this is why the intention is more important and the intention is what is feeling based. These are, this is how I want to show up. This is like my strategy that will guide me and whereas the results are the outcomes of that strategy. So you want the journey to be enjoyable. It, that's more important than the destination itself. Okay, so then you're clear on the results. What is it? More money, more impact, more alignment, more confidence, more time or is it a new relationship? So you need to be clear on what it is you're focusing on, but you also want to be even more clear on the way you want to go about creating that. Now, the next point here is take the advice, suggestions, feedback from your coach and try them before denying them. So what I see is sometimes we think that we know it all. (laughs) And I think this can be a big one for us coaches. And you know what? This is in this is in so many different areas. So we think that we know it all. And so we receive new ideas that you've probably not tried before. If you have and you know you don't like them, that's a different story. But we just sort of cut them off, strike them off the list before we even try them. I would never do that. And the reason for that is unless something is so ridiculous, but you wouldn't start working with the person if that were the case, I would always try something and you can, of course, add your flair to it because you're working with someone to support you in going somewhere you have not been before. This means you have to throw out, not completely, but a lot of the things you've been doing to this point. Or they're at least going to need to be amended, right? They're going to need to change because you've all heard that quote. It goes something like whatever you've done before to get you to where you are now has gotten you to where you are now. And so if you want to go somewhere else different, we've got to, we've got to change. We've got to feel that new path with something different so that we do end up somewhere different and hopefully along the path that we actually want to be, right? So you need to be trying new things 
And sometimes our mind just shuts those things off. And that's, it's really, you know, it's not your fault. It's the mind. It's an act of self-sabotage. It wants to keep you within your upper limit. Doesn't want you to have the success and the difference, the change in your life, the growth that you want. And in your business, my mind has been self-sabotaging this year as I've committed to scaling my business, right? Many things have come up for me to overcome, but I know that that's part of the process. So I'm able to show up and be kind to myself and compassionate and give myself the space I need and also to try new things. So go in with the intention of trying these new things. And it doesn't mean that all of them will work for you, but you've got to try them to know whether they'll work for you. So try it before you deny it. The fifth thing is to don't be defensive. So sometimes in coaching, now this is more relevant when you're actually having direct coaching experience, but sometimes in coaching, we get called out on things, right? In a loving, kind way. And it doesn't even, it's it's never in, well, it depends who you're working with, of course, but it's never in a really abrupt way. But when something that is called out to us and we become aware of it and we feel ashamed or embarrassed about it, we can feel really defensive, right? And that's just your mind protecting itself. Totally normal as well. I'm always called out on things in a loving way. And my mind still thinks, ouch, you know, I don't want to be aware of that. But once you have the awareness, you can change. And what happens if you keep being defensive and, you know, like, no, I don't see that, not even going to attempt to look at how this could be true. You miss all of the golden opportunities that are presented for you. And it's presented for you, not to keep you small, but to help you step up into that vision that you want for yourself. That's what the, your coach is holding for you. So you have to be willing to look at yourself and to receive the coaching and the feedback and to not and to separate yourself from those things like you are not your behavior you're not your thoughts you're not your actions you're not your results you're none of those things but we still do things that don't support us and we can't see them and so when someone points that out to you We really try to hold on to those, um, I don't know what to to call it. I have something in mind, but the word isn't coming to me. But it's it's like we want to keep these things that are holding us back, even though they're not good for us. That's what the mind wants to do. So you want to notice whenever your mind feels defensive, and it will come up and it's totally okay. But just notice, take a breath, breathe it out. And remind yourself, I'm open to the coaching. I'm open to new ideas. I'm open to seeing what's here. And then ask yourself, how could this be true? After you have your session, just in your own privacy, grab your notebook out, your journal, or a document on your computer, and ask yourself, you know, this really triggered me, or I felt really defensive about this. How might it actually be true? And that, my beautiful friend, is going to lead you to so much magic, so much magic. Okay, the next thing I want to share is to make sure that you do the work, 
right? A big part about coaching, and again, it depends on what form this is happening in, but when you're having that direct coaching experience, there's a lot of shifts that happen within the coaching session itself, right? Or within that direct contact with your coach. So you'll have these big realizations that just shift you forever. You're like, wow, I can't believe I looked at my life like this before. Can't believe I was looking at my business in this way. That just hit me. And then like your whole perspective is changed. Then there will be the actual application of what you're learning or of that realization you've had. There's the implementation. And if you don't do that work, you're coming up against yourself as well. It's an act of self-sabotage. Now, what's really interesting here is you need to know how you deal with expectations because sometimes, like for my rebel clients on Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies test, if I tell them to do some things, their mind does not want to do it. They are like, Letitia, I am not doing this. Now, I know that. And so as a coach, I'm able to support them in coming up with their own actions, right? Without me giving them to them, I allow them to come up with them in a different way. But this is different to my clients who show up as obligers, right? Obligers deal with, like they do things that come from outer, like people who have told them to do something. They're really great at meeting those expectations, but then dismiss their own, their own expectations and priorities, right? So the way that I deal with that person is different. And I also need to be careful that I'm creating space for that person to really say what they actually want to do. So we all are different and have different needs, but most importantly, you need to do the work between your sessions. If you set homework and actions, you want to do them. If interesting things come up through the coaching call and you've got questions for yourself and things to look at deeper, you want to dive into that. So you want to show up and be the best student of yourself that you can be. You want to apply all of the concepts. You want to dig into them. You want to look at yourself. You want to apply the work and move forward. You want to give yourself that chance, right? Okay, the next one is you need to know that the seeds have been planted and give them time to grow. So sometimes we don't see immediate results or we don't create results in the way that we wanted or within the time frame that we wanted and yeah, in the way that we wanted, right? Now, So to your mind, you'll be saying to yourself, this isn't working. This isn't working. It's not working. That has got to be one of the worst thoughts you can say to yourself. And there's a difference between, look, this thing that I'm doing right now isn't working in like a neutral way and where you say it in a way, you know, it's not working and you provide yourself with no solutions, right? So you're just stuck in problem mode. It's like, this isn't working. I'm putting, giving all of my power to the coach to change things when the power is within me. And I'm not saying it's not working with a view of looking for, well, how can I change it so that it is? So sometimes we say those things and we just give all of our power away. So just watch out where your mind says that and explore that a little bit more. But most importantly, know that the results that we're aligning with are going to take as long as they're going to take, right? Coaching's definitely going to supercharge it, but they still are probably going to take either, they'll either arrive quicker than you expected or they're going to take longer. 
you need to be able to believe and trust in yourself that they're coming regardless of that. So what happens after you work with a coach or you do a course or a group coaching or a workshop is a direct result of what you have done through that experience, right? So you've planted seeds and you want to trust yourself that those seeds are going to bloom and you're just here enjoying your life until they do and doing the work until they do. The next thing is commit to your growth. Nothing will happen without it. And that commitment comes from the moment that you either jump on a call with someone or the moment that you make payment, right? Where you say, that's it, I'm doing it. And you sign your contract. You've just committed to your growth and you will start noticing changes within yourself. I mean, I've noticed the same thing just in the past week within myself, starting with a new coach that I'm working with. Amazing. The next thing is show up to sessions with a focus. Come prepared. What do you want to focus on? What do you need help with? Make sure you've really thought about that. Take notes during or if you don't like taking notes during a session, take them after so that you remember. Once you make a decision, stick with it. This is generally in life. If you make a decision, stick with it until you have lots of evidence that that was the wrong decision. Don't sit in indecision going back and forth. It's a waste of your time. And with that said, also, if you notice yourself coming up time and time again to be coached on the same issues, you really need to have a look at whether you're actually applying and doing the work, right? Because if you're not bringing awareness to that particular topic and working on it, then what you will do is just come to a session, you'll get coached on that, you'll have some realizations, then you'll go back to life as it is, you'll forget those realizations, and then you come back again. And so you won't see as much growth as a result. That what happens in between is so important. And that's why you've got to take responsibility for your results. The way you show up when you take responsibility for your results is going to be different. Yeah. Okay, two last things. Make sure you celebrate every single win. Every time you embody that intention, the way you want to feel throughout the process, celebrate it. Every small win, celebrate it. Every small win in the right direction. Every time you show up and do those that work between sessions, celebrate it. Every time you notice yourself getting defensive or triggered, but then you turn it around, celebrate it. Celebrate it every single time. When you start with a coach, celebrate it. When you end with a coach, celebrate it. When you look at the results you've created during your time, celebrate it. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. That aligns you with the energy that you want. And it's so important in business. Sometimes people say to me, I've only made a couple of hundred dollars in my business this month, or I've only made a couple of thousand, whatever it is. And I say, if you look at your results in that way, you're signaling to the universe, I don't want any more of this. It's not enough. You're coming from a place of scarcity. You need to see your results and be, this is amazing. Look at what I've created and I am ready for more. Bring it to me, universe. Then what will happen is someone will show up on your path. I get so many emails from people that say, it's so funny. I was saying, please, I really want someone to support me with this. And then your email popped up offering something. I know you're the right person. 
These opportunities come, but like all things, we have to take action, right? So the opportunity comes in, you still have to commit and say yes. You have to take action. It's not going to happen for you. Okay, finally, and I've already really mentioned this, but I'll say it again, but delete that thought that it's not working. The, the process, right? Either the course, the workshop, the training, like if you're in somewhere, anywhere, like I'm thinking about in a, say you're in an all day workshop and you get there and you're like, this isn't what I signed up for. I, I don't want to be here. This isn't great. You are doing yourself a disservice right from the get go, because now you're going to just look at what's happening through that lens and provide more evidence for that. Every single situation, every space, every encounter, you can get the magic from it. There is not one thing that I've ever signed up for, and I've signed up for a lot, where I haven't got something incredible from whatever that is. And it's because I never look for evidence that something is not working. I go in being like, this is going to work. It doesn't have to work. It's just going to. I have so much trust in that. So my beautiful friends, I think that's 14 things that I've just been through, but they're all going to be super helpful for you. They have helped me so much. And this is how I always make sure that I get what I came for, right? In whatever way that ends up transpiring, I get what I came for and more. So apply these 14 things the next time you're working with a coach, whoever that is, And see yourself enjoying the process way more and getting the true things that you really want, which is the way that you want to feel. If anyone has any questions about this episode or any comments, I'd love to hear from you. Come and hang out over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe or even better, come and hang out in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe. Go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash make a difference. You have way more direct contact with me there. So I highly recommend you come and join us and you're in a community of like-hearted people who want to make a difference and thrive in business and in their life as well. I love the people that I attract. They're always the most amazing people and you are one of them as a listener of this podcast. So come and join us. If you know anyone who would love this episode, please share it with them. If you want to take a screenshot of you listening right now, tag me on stories. I always love seeing your posts on stories and let me know what your aha moments were. Okay, everybody, you have a beautiful, beautiful day and I'll see you again soon. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharinj.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.